Get ready for the Girls on Games podcast, your weekly dose of news, reviews, and everything video games. Always served with a good helping of hype and just a pinch of salt. And now, your host, Leah. Welcome to another Girls on Games podcast. My name is Leah. I'm the host of this show. This is episode number 420. So you know what that means. <laughs> we would be remiss if we didn't use this opportunity to talk about marijuana in video games. Hell yeah. We would we would have to cancel ourselves, I think, if we We would! Yes. All right, but before we get into that, I'd like to introduce you to the friendly voice around the digital table with me, Joelle. How are you doing? Hello, hello. I am doing well. I am back from Miami in time for fall weather, and I just went for a run outside, and man, do I love running when it's in the 50s. So, <laughs> so nice. Let me see if I can get my... I should always just have a temperature converter up. Um but yeah, it I think it's was, in the low teens or, or maybe <clears throat> in the nine degrees or so. It was gorgeous. So it's just yeah. nice. Yeah, 12, 12, uh, there you go. 12 Celsius. So yeah, it was uh, beautiful. It's like that out here today, too. It's mm. finally hitting those fall vibes, the mm. sweater weather. And uh, we'll be getting into that next week um, because Ooh. I have a whole topic about sweater weather, weather games. Yo. I think that's going to be fun for us to chat about. But, but today, yeah, we're, we're going down that green train. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! And right. one, get me on it. Let's go. All on. right, all right. Let's get through some housekeeping before we get into the crew check-in. I'd like to remind you, if you you enjoy this show, you can subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Podbean. If you'd like to get some GOG merch, you can do that by going to designbyhumans.com slash shop slash girls on games. Or maybe you'd like to give us a tip, maybe buy us a coffee. You can do that by going to our Kofi. That's ko-fi.com slash girls on games. Yeah, it's just Joelle and me today because uh, poor Kat is still feeling under the weather and uh, it's it, it's tough on her. I feel for her so bad. And Simon's still out. So, Joelle, you and I get to sit down and hold down the fort and uh, talk about all the fun stuff happening in video games. But uh, what were you up to this past week? So, <clears throat> I was still in Miami. I got back on Saturday. So, just uh, living out life. We went to... Uh, for my last night there on Friday night, we went to this place called uh, Wynwood Neighborhood, and <clears throat> it's a really fun, um, eclectic spot in the city that celebrates street art and graffiti. So Ooh. all of the buildings have these gorgeous um, art art designs on their side. I mean, they are they are extraordinary. Just um, just, just truly amazing pieces, and it's all along, all along all the buildings, all along the sidewalks. The sidewalks are all graffiti too, and the place just has embraced um, that that space. And there's also like a graffiti, inst- a permanent graffiti installation park, so you can pay. Uh, it's always like ten bucks to get in, and they feature all these different uh, street artists. And you walk through um, just these really cool pieces, and, and it changes. Um, they have, like, different installations that go over time. And it was so beautiful. Very Instagram-worthy. Um, really, really cool designs and artistry. So it was really fun to go down there and uh, feast for the eyes on all of the um, beauty that was around us. Um, so we had a good time uh, doing that. That was probably one of the top spots for me so far that I've done down there. So that was really fun. Nice. And uh, yeah, I just got back and did all the usual. Right, so so when you get back from a trip, Leah, are you <laughs> a, I must unpack everything immediately? Or do you, do you put off unpacking? How do you unpack? I try and do it all right away because you I know do? if not, the suitcase is just going to sit there for weeks. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, okay. I'm notorious for that. So I'm just like, get it all out, get it put away, get it out of my hair. I'm in a small spot too, so like, 
That's why I need to. But if not, it would just sit there forever. Like, actually, good example. Last weekend, we went to uh, to Alana's wedding, and we brought... I unpacked right away, but the cooler was still upstairs because we took everything out, and I wiped it down inside uh-huh. and let it dry out, and Mike has to go and bring that down into storage. Well, it stayed there for essentially a week. Yesterday, I made him take it down, at least put it in the back <laughs> of the car, because... Uh, we were having people over for Thanksgiving dinner. And I was like, this can't be here. It's too big. And I kept walking into it and cursing at it. So, yeah, I'm very much a let's put it all away. <laughs> let's get it done. Let's get it done. I, I like to get my clothes out because yeah. I have to do like laundry. Like usually yes. it's the first thing I do. I get home and then I unpack and I do laundry. But mm. like toiletries yeah. or like those other little things, man, do they do they just sit around forever until I have to go on another trip? I know. I've like made a spot now in my house where like all that stuff goes because if not, I can never find it when I need it again. It's like, I know I bought travel toothpaste. Where did that go? Yeah, I know. I I have to keep it all in its bags and then I keep it usually like in the suitcase so that it's there. And then when I take inventory, if I need anything, I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I have everything here. I know what I need to get when I go again. Mm. And I also will, I'll take everything out of the suitcase and I'll vacuum the suitcase, but I won't always put things away. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's my unpacking. Electronics I find are probably the last thing to get put away. Oh. And I have been talking about and thinking about buying a secondary switch charger for a long time because I hate having to move the TV cabinet to unplug the damn thing each time. Oh my gosh, yeah. It's annoying. And, and like that's the one I'm going to bring with me and guaranteed I'm going to need to charge it. Like I have a book for like day one, day one. Like I got it as preview model. And that thing, the battery life just doesn't last in it mm-hmm. anymore, right? Mm-hmm. And we're planning on going away. Um, my parents are coming to town near the end of October, and we've got a, a chalet booked um, mm. just with a, with a dock and stuff because the boys want to go fishing in my brother-in-law's boat. And they have a nice big TV, and I'm like, I'm going to bring Mario Party. We can all play Mario Party together. That would be really fun because my parents keep asking about playing games, right? Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, but that means i got to bring the dock, too. So it's like, yep. just connect everything. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes – I feel like, yeah, if you're going to travel around with a Switch a lot and you know you're going to play in a group with docked, like, I would – See, yeah. How much is a dock? It can't be. They're not cheap. Are they? I remember oh. they're being like $70 or something. Oh, oh. Swindlers. Yeah. Nintendo. And now we're so, we're so close to potentially another one well, that I yeah. don't want to go down that route right now, you know? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. 60, 60 American. Ugh. Yeah. That's then rude. the charger. And you want to buy the official one because remember in the beginning where like consoles were getting bricked because people were putting like yes. non- <gasps> Nintendo yes. gear on there. I do and like, remember that. Yeah. And I was like terrified that oh. I was going to lose my 400 hours in Animal Crossing. I yeah. was like, no, I'm not going to do it. Well, that's a that's a real, that's a legit, <laughs> that's a legit fear. Like that would be very sad. It's a lot of work. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. It's like, and, the, and during the pandemic too, it was so hard to get one. I was like, I don't think I can get another one. If I break it, <laughs> what would I do? So yeah. No. A, lot, a lot of fear, anxiety wrapped up into this. So much uh, fear. This so much anxiety. Yeah. But yeah, I was looking at it yesterday and I noticed I have a scratch or two on the screen and I'm like, oh, oh yeah. I hate that. It's so close. I bet. I know. It, 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 it's right around the corner. We're going to, we're going to get it. I did. I did this time around too for traveling. I made my life easier and I bought a new makeup bag. Oh, yeah. Like Instagram got me on the ones that have like the diagonal zipper and they Mm. open up. Have you seen those? Yeah. And I debated it, but I haven't picked one up. Is it worth it? Oh, yes. 100%. I was like, this is amazing. And I just got it off Amazon and it changed my life. I can't believe I waited this long because I was throwing stuff in like just bags. Like it was... It was a hot mess. I was a hot mess makeup packer. But now it has so many little little um, uh, areas like to put like pockets like to put different stuff in. And then mm, mine has yeah. a little zipper compartment in the middle so I can put some like brushes in there. And um, no, it was a hundo percent worth it. And I also did something else. I got uh, this little bag that keeps all your cords organized. 
<clears throat> oh yeah, I've been looking at one of those too because yes. like I just end up putting them all in a Ziploc bag yes. and throwing them in my backpack. And then they get tangled everywhere. And then like if I'm on the plane or if I need to grab a cord, I like pull all of them out. And then it's yep. a game of untangle the knot. But this pack was amazing. It has two. It's double sided. So you have, oh. you have two different compartments and the compartments have different size meshed like little compartments in it. So oh. I think I fit like I fit my extra battery in there and then I think I fit like eight different charging cords because I had stuff for my headphones and my watch and because you always you always need more cords than like you think you do. Um, yeah. And on my iPad and like all that stuff. So it was game changer. So I got super organized for this trip and I felt that everything really paid off. So yeah, being organized when you travel is key. Like yes. those packing cubes and stuff. When you get to a place, yes. do you unpack right away? Um, Get yourself set up in the room. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is interesting. So I will open up my suitcase and maybe yeah. like take the toiletries and put them into the bathroom and mm-hmm. I I will say I'm not a very <laughs> I'm the I'm a space hog when it comes to like the bathroom stuff <laughs> and I will like put everything we're, everywhere. We're girls. <laughs> it, we just got too much stuff. I just like, put it everywhere. <laughs> but I don't I don't like in hotels. I don't like putting any clothing into the dressers because I'm afraid I'll forget it. And so, like, if I have to hang things up, I'll hang them up right away. But otherwise, I kind of keep everything in my suitcase because I'll I'll forget it because I've I've done that so many times in the past. I'm just like, I'm going to stop doing this because I leave stuff. So Mm. what do you do? No, I like I I usually unpack mostly because, like, if you've got, like, clothing and stuff, like, you're going for the wedding. I want to make sure that the dress and my suit and everything was, Mm. you know, in pristine condition. Yeah. Um, And then sometimes, like, it's just, like. It's so hard rooting through for everything, but yeah, I try to keep it as much in those packing cubes, even if it's inside the inside the drawers. But like when I went to Mexico, we were there for seven days. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm putting the suitcase away. We're not living out of the suitcase. That's not <laughs> happening. But by the end of it, there's just like shit everywhere. And Mike and I, I like the last pass before I close up my suitcase is going around and checking every drawer and under the beds and anything is like did yeah. i leave anything yeah, yeah. I, you bring up a good point of like the length of stay because when yeah. i get to miami i'm gonna be there for two weeks so usually when i get there i like one when, when i'm like settling down i will unpack everything and i will put my clothes like into the mm. dressers and hang everything up i will totally unpack the suitcase because i need to get organized i'm just gonna like be living there for two weeks but yeah if it's just like a weekend or something if i'm out of town quick like i hardly i hardly ever take anything out of my suitcase Mm -hmm. yeah traveling we're now back at it again (laughs) finally it's so nice to be able to do it again and uh yeah sure but yeah traveling with electronics and games you know it's it's prime time there's so many good things you can play on the go now Let's get into the Fantasy Critic and see if any moves have been made over the past week. Do, 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 do. Let's see. Oh. Oh. We had a little bit of movement in the Girls on Games podcast. Cats in first. I'm in second. Simon's in third. My and God. Joelle is in fourth. <laughs> Joelle, what happened? Oh, what man. did he get? Uh, Eyes of P, he got 12 points for. Dead Island 2, he got 5 points. Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty came out with an 89 yeah. and uh, gave him 19 points. And then Street Fighter 6 had given him 23. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty that really... And Lies of P. He's back up. Yeah. Back up and running again. I don't think Cat had anything new come out quite yet. Everything seemed like I know City Skylines comes out later this month or maybe even November. Super Mario Brothers Wonder is this month. Persona 5 Tactica is next month. Mm-hmm. Talos Principle Avatar Frontiers of Pandora is not for a bit. Kerbal Space Program 2. I don't know if she's going to get anything for that because it might, it might not come out. Uh, Joelle... Oh, you've got one just holding <laughs> strong now. Forza Motorsports. You're going to get some points for that. Sitting mm-hmm. at 84. Mm-hmm. So that'll just hold for you for a bit. Yep. Um, you still got a game to pick up, girl. <sighs> I do, too. Oh. 
<laughs> I do too. Yeah. Um, but Cocoon, I got 18 points for Cocoon. Yeah, so that was that's nice. That was a nice, yeah. Yeah, that's a good chunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm feeling very, I'm feeling very defeated. <sighs> it's not over yet, girl. It's not over yet. Mm-hmm. See, just... did anybody pick anything up? Very sad. Was last week would have been October seventh. Yeah. So Cat was able to drop Hades two and acquired Avatar Frontiers of Pandora instead. Yeah, that's a she she can take the hit. Like if that if that for any reason like goes south, you mm-hmm. know, she I didn't take that one because I was like, I can't, I don't wanna risk it, but Yeah. She can No, yeah, that completely. Yeah. All right, over to the community fantasy critic. Um, we're actively watching the battle for first, second, and third yes. as it rolls between Pat, Darth, and Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Joelle, you're in fifth. Albany is sixth. I'm in seventh. Simon is in eighth. And Tim is in... No, hold on. I did that wrong. I made too many numbers. <laughs> Tim's in eighth. Simon's in seventh. I'm in sixth. Albany is in fifth. Joelle's in fourth. There we go. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, there's more games coming there. Trying to see who picked up what and got some big points this past week. Albea still has tons of games to pick up. Mm-hmm. But maybe he gave up on it. I don't know. Some people did. Definitely did. Um, let's see. It is, it, is, it is harder when there's more people. Yeah, when there's more people because yeah. there's less games to... Yep. to to pick up. Mm-hmm. Who did Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty? Ah, Pat got that one. The nice 19 points for him. Which is a fair chunk. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Darth has Forza Motorsport, which hasn't registered yet. That'll be 14 points if it stays where it is. Yeah, well, you know, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> 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 and the numbers. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. and I are just like, whoa. I mean. Uh, we had uh, Google Stadia. That's you. September 16th. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So there's been yeah. no movement there. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this was a really good exercise because, you know, you just never know. Yeah. <laughs> you just. You never know. Some it's things true. are slam dunks and other things are just. Uh, uh, I mean, I don't know. I I'm a little scarred from the pokemon honestly like some of these you're not scarred from Gollum. i well yeah that too that was a bad i just i (laughs) that was a blind slide but did you yeah there was there's more news from that too that that project must have been oh what'd you hear um i heard that what did i what did i hear let me just not miss your quick google yeah yeah uh probably chaos at the Development studio. Someone is, was leaving, I think. Oh. Uh, because of how bad it did? <laughs> I don't know. Oof. Um, I shouldn't have said anything because now I can't find it. All right, hold on. Uh, uh, Let's see. Lord uh, of Rings. Oh. Oh, yeah. There's... there's claims that like uh the Gollum publishers used like ai to write its apology and uh, really yeah <laughs> like i think it just became it's becoming this horrible thing uh you find the kotaku article because that's what i found yeah that one and then uh I'm just skimming a... Yeah, I'm skimming yeah. it, too. The, the, the intro says, An investigation by German outlet Game 2 into what went wrong during the development of Lord of the Rings Golem has made claims that the publisher's apology for the terrible state of release game was written by AI chat GPT. The claim appears alongside a laundry list of alleged issues behind the game's development, including poorly paid crunch and unpleasant work conditions at developer Daedalic. De- De- Daedalic? I think it's Daedalic. I think it's Daedalic. Yeah. Daedalic. Okay. Yeah. That's it. I mean, like ChatGPT can be used for some pretty good stuff. I do sure. use it to help me um, do research on 
the games for uh, a walk down memory card lane. Uh huh. Like it, how I use it. Like I say in the beginning, like when I started setting up the the construction of that, I mm-hmm. said name all the b- important games that came out in October yeah. over the past so many years, and it would just list me off games, and then I would go and ask it to pull pull. Uh, Pull facts, and then I'd go and double check all the facts and that kind of stuff too. So, like, you need to double check everything, well, right? Yeah. But like, if you're going to do like a PR person can write that, do you know what I mean? They don't necessarily need AI to do it, but well, if they and, did, whew. and wasn't the apology like not received well? I don't probably. It I'm was just. To see. It was just. I think kind of like. Oh, they're apologizing for making this game. I mean, I understand, but like to me, that also was kind of a weird move. But then, yeah. but then, <laughs> like they didn't even really do it. They had AI do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Obviously, there's uh, there's some there's something fishy going on there. So like, that, yeah. that maybe that's okay that that studio isn't going to be around anymore. <laughs> Probably not. Oh. Mm. All right. What are you playing now, Joelle? All right. Well, <clears throat> I, uh, I blasted through Spider-Man two. So, okay. More um, to come on that. Yeah, uh, next week, next week, next week. Uh, but then I started playing a game. I wanted to play a game in October that was a little bit, like, spooky but unsettling. So I had a <clears throat> a list of a few games that I wanted to play. But I ended up picking up the game called Ugly. Never heard of it. Um, it's from Graffiti Studios. And I just started it. So I'm not very uh, far in uh, to it. But it has a really really interesting it's a it's a a platform puzzler and it has a fascinating mechanic um where your protagonist like throws a shard of glass and then it mirrors all the movement that on one side to the other and you have to use that mechanic to go through the levels and complete all the puzzles Oh, and I guess you put the mirror in different places so that you can activate different things. You see a you see a switch or something on the right hand side, but you can't get over there. So you throw a mirror, and then you go to the left, and the mirror makes it do the, touch the switch. Yeah. So exactly. So you you kind of throw you throw a line up, and you can throw it either uh, vertically or horizontally. Ooh. And then what you what you also can do, and what you have to do is you throw up the mirror <clears throat> and then one one of your characters is like your main character and is like lit up and your other mm-hmm. character is like your reflection and you can choose between which one you want to be your main character. So you can oh. switch. So like if I, in your example, like if I wanted to throw a switch, I could make my reflection, I could go over to the side with the switch and mm-hmm. I could change my main character and throw the switch, and then go back and change it back. Um, Neat. It is very, like, you have to change the way you think of traversal and movement. Because, like, mm-hmm. I'm in the first area, and I'm like, well, I can't I can't get up to the far corner of the upper left of the screen. Like, I can't get up there. There's no way to get up there. So mm-hmm. I have to figure out from different angles and from different heights to use the mirror to get over there. So it is, it is really interesting. And I think the story... Um, is I think it's fairly dark. Um, so I hope that I'm psychologically okay by the end of it. <laughs> we'll see. But well, like, yeah, I pulled up the Steam page because I was curious. This game only just came out. Yeah, out September fourteenth. Uh-huh. Um, of this year, mm-hmm. unravel the dark secrets hidden through this stirring puzzle platformer about a tormented nobleman confronting the traumas of his past. Use an innovative mirror mechanic to solve challenging puzzle rooms and defeat towering bosses as you strive to piece together the ugly truth. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I just, it's been on my wish list, so I wanted to play it. And I thought this is a good time to play it, but I hope I'm just not constantly triggered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh. And then, well, act- you have to- 
yeah, after uh, after not next week, but the week after, we're gonna do some like yeah. spooky game recommendations and stuff, and you know, games that give you get you in that Halloween mood, but are not necessarily like scary, like not horror games. Like I right. can't do horror well, games. I can't do the jump scares. No, Mm-mm, no, thank you. <laughs> I try. I try my darndest, but then I'm just like, nope, I do not play games to make my heart rate race. I really play them to simmer it down. <laughs> I can cry from jump scares. Like, I don't, I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't like, no. Like, my, when we were, I was in Miami, my boyfriend thinks it's funny to, like, sneak up on me. And, oh, man. And I'm not, a, I'm not, like, a great morning person. And one time yeah. he did it to me really early in the morning, like, we'd just woken up and I was in the bathroom. And he he jump scared me, scared me, and I started crying. <laughs> like I was like, too much is happening this morning. I was just like, too many, too much, too much, too fast, and I just got overwhelmed. So yeah, no, I don't. No, I don't like jump scares either. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So that is yeah. So that's what I'm. Uh, exactly. It, I thought it was a good game that it would be unsettling, uh, maybe psychologically disturbing, but. Hopefully not too spooky. So we'll see. Cool. I'm still making my way through Assassin's Creed Mirage. Ooh. It It is exactly what I want. Yes. It is exactly mm. what I need. It, it, I mean, I it reviewed, it reviewed very well. You know, mm-hmm. like for what I anticipated, like just like smack dab, like in the high 80s. I'm pretty sure that's what it came out with. Uh, hold on, let me just check. AC. Metacritic. Do, do, do. Oh, okay. No, it said 77 here. I thought it came up with... Maybe I saw it earlier. Oh, maybe it's the PS5 version. Maybe I got that wrong. 78. Okay, I thought it was in the 80s when I saw some stuff. And maybe that's what I saw on Twitter. Um, Of a bunch of ones in the beginning. But uh, yeah, it's it's exactly what I wanted out of another Assassin's Creed game. Mm. It doesn't outstay its well. Become, I feel like I'm moving along at a good clip. Um, I, you know, if I feel like sidetracking and collecting things, I can do that. I managed to go through the very, the beginning kind of like area where you're like the most novice. I cleared that place out already. Um, as I'm going through other places, I'm trying to, you know, clear it out as I do missions and and assassinate people and all that kind of stuff. And the story's pretty interesting. So, Mm. uh, so yeah, the only thing yet that I haven't encountered, which I don't know if it's in there. I haven't seen anybody talk about it. But then again, I haven't actively, like, looked so that I could, like, because I almost didn't, don't want to be a spoiled. Mm-hmm. And some of the things with Assassin's Creed is there's always, like, some mythical creature that you can go on battle, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I haven't in- seen anything like that yet. Now, may- mm-hmm. maybe it comes later. Now, they're always side quests. They're never part of the main thing. So maybe mm-hmm. it's quite possible there's nothing not in this game. But because mm. I haven't really heard anybody talk about it yet. Mm. And uh, Paleo Pines is going well, too. A little bit of a slow go there since I'm jumping back and forth between that and Assassin's Creed Mirage. And not going to lie, Mirage has sucked me in. Yeah. But Paleo Pines is great when uh, Mike's, like he is right now, out racing uh, with the F Formula One with his boys. Um, it's cute. It's a farming sim. I like it with the little dinos. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not I still don't think I'm super far, still scratching the surface. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but, like, I mean, there's so many cool things coming up to play, including you talking about Spider-Man 2 next week, mm-hmm. which I'm excited for. Ooh. Oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So, this is when we usually do walk down memory card lane. Oh, boy. Joelle, I think you'll get this one. Oh, I'm gonna... I think you can do it. Uh, I'll take that. Are you, go- uh, are you ready? Uh, yeah, I'll take your energy, but I'm also, I'm also not going to... I'll try to feel no shame when I tap out. <laughs> okay. I'll try. I will. I have all my, you know, facts here. All right. Um, I'll go. try to phrase them in a way that makes them not too hard. Because sometimes <laughs> I try to make it harder. Because there's certain yeah. things that if I give it away, it's like, yeah. But yeah, okay. easy, easy mode, easy mode me, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. This game was released on October 18th. 2011. 2011. Mm-hmm. I, so, yeah. S- think about, like, because remember, last week, our game, uh, no, two weeks ago, when I edited the Dark Souls one, that mm-hmm. was also in 2011. So think about around the same time of what you were playing. 
Okay. 2011, <clears throat> I was in grad school. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Okay. It's set in an open-world action-adventure game that is a sprawling, walled-off section of a very significant city that has been converted into a prison for criminals. A city that's been converted to a Mm -hmm. prison. A portion of the city was converted to a prison for criminals. Like Alcatraz? Well, it's more like, say, they took over one section of this one borough of a city. Oh. Uh, yeah. Ba- Arkham Knights? You're so close. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> um, Arkham City? You got oh, it! Oh, wow, oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. That's a... See? I am impressed with myself, I must say. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, you'd get this one. You'd get this one for sure. Did you play Batman Arkham City? I, um, no. I played Arkham Knights, though, like, actually in 2019, I think, because I bought mm. an Xbox. Because I missed a whole, I missed, like, all that section because I was in grad school. So I went back and tried to play a few. So that's why I think Arkham City came up, or Arkham Knights came up. And not Arkham City, but obviously mm-hmm. Arkham City makes more sense. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So yeah. this uh, this game is probably one of my favorites. Um, it, you know, Arkham Asylum was so interesting because it had a lot of that Metroidvania kind of like feel to it, where you'd have to like you'd be sneaky and stealthy and use all of Batman's gear and and mm-hmm. you know like his it, very close to Assassin's Creed what I'm playing right now where you have this arsenal of weapons and stuff that you can use and you want to take down all the bad guys and stuff but in Arkham Arkham Asylum it's very like Metroidvania cuz you have to go back to different places mm-hmm. and like you can't get there cuz you don't have the right a power or ability yet you know and got to be random stuff and then City came along and then like blew that out of the water mm-hmm. and it's like yeah now you can like glide like mm-hmm. Batman right mm-hmm. <laughs> and it had that like free flowing um mechanics with the with the battle mechanics when you were fighting that was like you see that now in like spider-man and all these other games mm-hmm, right that mm-hmm. that like bullet time-esque fighting yeah yeah so this i i love this game uh other facts that i had included impressive voice cast including including kevin uh conroy Mark oh, Hamill yeah. and Tara Strong. Yeah, that I would have got all I, that. Yeah. You would have known right away. That I would have known, yeah. Mm. There was the detective mode. Batman's detective mode is a key gameplay mechanic that allows players to analyze their surroundings, track enemies, and solve puzzles. Very close to what I'm doing in Assassin's yeah. Creed right now. Mm. <laughs> it was the sequel to Batman Arkham Asylum. Um, in the second installment, the Batman Arkham series... There's a brief moment where you could play as an additional character besides the lead one. You got to play as Catwoman oh. for a little bit of time. Oh. It was brief. It wasn't very long. <clears throat> I wanted more. Oh. The combat system, the game's combat system is renowned for its fluidity and depth, allowing players to take on groups of enemies. Uh, it had widespread critical acclaim for its storytelling, gameplay, graphics, voice acting. It's considered one of the, gr- considered one of the greatest superhero video games ever made. I agree. Hmm. Um, do you remember from playing any of these games the Riddler challenges? I can't recall right off the top of my head. Remind me. Yeah, they were like these um, puzzles that you'd have to so- solve to get hidden trophies and stuff throughout the game. Mm-hmm. Some of them were quite obvious. Others were wicked hard. I remember there's this one where you had to shoot the batarang down the chute and everything and you could ping so many times off stuff and it was just wicked hard. Oh my gosh. And I was terrible at it. Um, cool. Yeah. I, I don't know if I ever 100%ed that game because of that Ugh. one trophy. Um, and then yeah, the other the other moment was the free flow combat that uh, that the game brought uh, brought to the table for all video games, really. Mm-hmm. Rewarded players for chaining together attacks and countless uh, encounters seamlessly, making combat feel cinematic and satisfying. Mm. Yeah, you really got that, like, comic book pow, you know, mm-hmm. kind of stuff that you'd see in Marvel movies, like that kind of vibe yeah. from the combat in that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, if you get an opportunity, if they ever remake it, I highly recommend it. I will because, have uh, to. I think you'll. I think you'd really enjoy it because you like superhero games. I do. and you'll you'll recognize lots of stuff from games now. Yeah, it it is always really fun to like when I when I would do a mechanic like there were some things that i was uh, doing in spider-man and i'm just like this is so fun and i and i know i know this is a callback to this other thing and it's just so great like it's so nice to see things move forward and you know things mm-hmm. to be built upon and yeah it uh that that is great it is uh i didn't realize it all came from uh arkham city so that's cool always mm-hmm. at least the bullet time stuff mm. yeah all right, I think it's time to get into our topic of the week. Are you ready to do so? Yes. All right, let's go. All right, and we're back, and it's time for topic of the week. And considering this is episode number 420, Woo-hoo. we have to salute Mary Jane and all that is green. Mm. It's a pastime take, uh, partaken by many a gamer, and uh, it shows up a few times in video games over the years, usually ones that are rated uh, mature. Uh, for good reason. I mean, it's only been legal in Canada for a few years and in the U.S. as well. Mm-hmm. I know that drugs and drug paraphernalia in video games is one of the things that is also highly, highly um, uh, um, kind of controlled in, mm-hmm. in certain countries. I know Australia in particular is really particular about having that kind of stuff in the games mm. um, and making sure that it's got the right rating um, so that kids don't get into it and, and see it and kind of being put on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it, it, you know, there's so many games that we play that have that, you know, criminal activity side of things that even before it was legal, like it still show up in, in games and things like that. Very, right? jo- very true. <laughs> yeah. Joelle, is there any uh, key moment that you remember uh, marijuana of some sort being in a video game? You know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I, I, what I do remember, I will say, is from I, I forgot which Grand Theft Auto this was. It might have been five, but I remember when I was in high school, um, I was captain of the speech team, and uh, because like the debate team. Well, no, oh no, no a speech yes, team. What's speech. the difference? Oh, so like in speech, this is what we called it um in minnesota it's like a like a rhetoric kind of competition where you had different categories so you could have like um humor you could have drama it's like where you memorize a piece and then you have to perform it for judges against other people in your category okay and like in my high school where i went the speech team had won like we won our sectionals for like 24 years in a row so we had won more trophies and brought home more um medals than our football team has (laughs) so yeah okay so in when when you do this they're really long days and we would sometimes have traveling um competition so we would go um we we were overnight at at a traveling competition and (laughs) <laughs> There's you know all the teenagers in this hotel and we're all we're all in each other's rooms, and one of the guys on the squad had brought his was it the PS3? He brought his PlayStation. Uh, PS3 would is well, I was finished school. You might have been yeah. You might have been in university. I don't think you'd be in high school. It was probably it was probably PS- probably two. Anyway, he brought his PlayStation PS2, yeah. and hooked up to the hotel uh, TV, and then. He had Grand Theft Auto because his parents were cool and let him play Grand Theft Auto when we were in <laughs> in high school. <laughs> and so, like, so many people were jam-packed in that hotel room. And, you know, we're turning it on and we're doing all this stuff. We're doing all the things that, you know, teenagers are going to do in that game. Well, in walks are the head speech coach, the, the teacher, the adult he walks in the room and he's like what is going on you're all so loud and like you know we're like nerdy kids we're not like drinking or doing any of that we're watching somebody play grand theft auto and he's like he like takes a look at the game 
And he's like, what is this? And we all just like, no one wanted to say anything about what the game was. And he's like, well, let me play. And we're like, no, we're not going to let you play. But he takes the controller and he starts playing. And he's like, oh, he's like, what do I do? And we're like, one away from the cops. And he he actually thought it was so fun. He like stayed and played it with us. It was so <laughs> funny. We thought we were in so much trouble. But he's like, he's like, are these prostitutes? And we're just like, no. <laughs> and he's like he's like what if i take one we're like what do you mean he's like i'm gonna kidnap her like he he like did all the things that we would do in the game and then he got you know he definitely got a lot of cred with us because i think he stayed pretty late um but then he's like he's like okay i am leaving and i'm telling you all to go to bed but you do whatever you want to do he's like just be up and be up and ready for the competition but (laughs) that's funny funny so anyway, that was like when I was like, there's things I shouldn't do in this game. But otherwise, well, not weed related, but I, I, I don't know. I didn't pay much attention to those things <laughs> when I was younger. So, oh. Yeah, well, definitely Grand Theft Auto V was one of the ones when I was doing research because, um, yeah. yeah, there's not too many where it's like blatant, blatant. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Grand Theft Auto, uh, it has, it features marijuana as one of the substances mm-hmm. you can you can kind of take. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, you know, yeah. you can drink, you can do that, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. The one that I do remember playing fairly recently, though, um, was in Watch Dogs 2. Uh-huh. And, of course, this is another one where it's like, you know, crime you know, is, is part of it. I mean, you're a hacker. <laughs> like, yes. Come on. Um, there's a, I think it's a mission where you're, like, going through a secret marijuana farm like a, a grow up uh-huh. and like you're kind of running through and like taking people out and like taking over the, the spy cameras and whatever else that you do in uh, in uh, Watch Dogs 2 but what's funny though is that like the plants didn't look like marijuana plants like the leaves weren't marijuana leaves oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's obvious that's what it's yeah. supposed to be yeah. right uh. but the leaves are not marijuana leaves it looks like you're they're growing something else mm-hmm. but uh that's definitely what it's supposed to be yeah. um so yeah i remember that in uh in watchdogs too i really enjoyed watchdogs too i think that was i think that's my favorite of the three Oh, okay. Did you ever play any of them? No, I haven't played any of them. Okay, I really like them. I, I like the sneaky, sneaky games. You do. You like the... I do. Yeah, you want to be sneaky, sneaky, stabby, stabby. Yeah, I like to ga- I like play the games that are more like chess. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like I find out the puzzle to, to, to get there rather than going in and fighting and or driving or anything because I'm usually not super good at. Mm-hmm. Um, another game, and this one I'm surprised that it only popped up on the list when I was doing research considering how much I like management sims. It's called Weedcraft Inc. <laughs> have you ever heard of this? No, I have, uh, I have not heard of it, but I'm very tempted. <laughs> yeah, so Weedcraft Inc., is uh, it explores the business of producing, breeding, and selling weed in America, delving deep into financial, political, and cultural aspects of the country's complex relationship with this troublesome and promising plant. <laughs> um, it came out April 11th, 2019. Um, wow, they were so close to 420. Why didn't they just release on 420? April that would have been like yeah nine nine days later I, why did they wait I don't know Ugh, that was a so missed close. opportunity yeah so it's like a management sim that kind of has this like comic book arty style to it um it has very positive reviews it's by this it's De- uh devolver digital is the publisher the developer developer is vile monarch and I believe they also made moonshine Inc. Um, which is one that I've seen, uh, that only came out last, last December. And that was where you're essentially doing a similar kind of thing. You're, you're, you know, building a, a, a moonshine business, making that, uh, alcohol. So, um, yeah, that one has mixed reviews though right now. Uh, oh, maybe it's not, maybe it's not the same. It's a called a risky business bundle. Ah, I see why they put them together. Yeah, okay, so they put... (laughs) Steam made a risky business bundle (laughs) where you can buy Moonshine Inc. (laughs) and Weedcraft Inc. How intelligent. Uh, Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, that's fascinating. So, yeah, yeah, that one I think I might try at some point because you know I'm about management sims. 
Well, and this one, just like looking at the what it's got going on, I mean, looks very detailed and layered. Like you have to you have to manage, like you see, like all the business practices of this, which I'm sure are never boring. But mm. um, yeah, you you have to kind of do it all. Yeah. Far Cry Three um, actually has some references to marijuana as well. Sam Becker grows and sells marijuana in the game. Mm. I think one thing that that you have on here too that probably is where like my mind might go is that you have a uh, a reference where like games might reference marijuana. So like, yes. like, like in shadow, I don't know, not to get ahead, but like in Shadowrun, the cyber no, the cyberpunk ahead. RPG includes quote unquote cram a fictional drug similar to marijuana. So I, I actually think like when I, you know, games might not reference it directly, but there's a lot of instances in mm-hmm. games yeah, where you have to use alternative substances. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I but, mean, Far in Far Cry has like different substances mm. kind of throughout its, its, uh, its series. Like Far Cry 5, there was one character that... Because Jacob Seed, his family members, one of them, the girl character, she was doing something with drugs and stuff, and you would get like hallucinate and all this kind of stuff. Oh. It was super trippy huh. when you went to her her area. Hmm. Um, so yeah, oftentimes it's not straight out. Yeah, say what illegal <laughs> substance it is or right. controlled substance it is. Um, but yeah, they do show up in games. Um, South Park, the Stick of oh Truth, uh, <laughs> has a fair amount of references to marijuana and its effects. Of course, it makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Considering South Park, it would not be anything real, uh, like in the South Park uh, uh, ethos if it didn't have some sort of tomfoolery with yes. drugs or controlled substances. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never played this game, but apparently this one called The Big Bump Pin... A mini game in the title involves driving around in a bumper car while collecting marijuana leaves. <laughs> hmm. This I might look this one this up. One let me let me check this one out. Sounds like you uh, might want to partake in some bumping. Oh my god! This is one of the advertising games from Burger King. That can't be right. Oh no! Okay, so because why would that have it in there? Like that seems so weird that they would want to do that. Now I need to look this up again. <laughs> <laughs> Mini game. I'm gonna write up big bumpin'. I mini game. Uh, I put it on Steam and nothing came up. Game. Uh. Okay, I'm looking it up to see if it had anything in it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's a different game because yeah, no. when they come up with this game, I'm like, huh? But it, like, it looks like it, it can't. It can't be. This is one of these games that that Burger King did is like an advertising thing back in the day. Actually, speaking of that, Uh there's a fantastic, um, I don't know, have you ever heard of Noclip, the YouTube channel? No. Okay, Noclip, and we'll put this in the uh, show notes. I've opened up like Um, 18 Noclip is a video game documentary uh, series by... um, Oh my god, who are the guys that do it now? Let me... Uh, about... Let's see, where's all the information? Oh, I can't find them right now. Oh, yes, I have. Now that I've... I didn't know who they were from, but yes, I have watched these. Yeah, he... Yes. Noclip did a documentary <laughs> on the making of the Burger King video games, which is fascinating. Oh. They just put it out like seven days ago. Oh. It's brand spanking new. Um, oh, yeah. Because, yeah, they talk... Because, like... They only ever came out in the U.S., but it was by uh, uh, a developer, like, in Europe somewhere. Oh. So, yeah, pretty funny. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to write, put the link in here for uh, for us me to be able to reference that for uh, Simon for later. Yeah, the Wikipedia page on it says the developers were Blitz Games, published by King Games, like the royalty. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Okay, so like I'm reading the overview, and it says it's based on bumper cars featuring characters similar to Burger King, um, like the subservient chicken, the Brook Burke, and the Burger King himself. 
So you're in like these like arenas, like a theme park that include pits and saws. Players can gain power ups, which allow them to deal significant damage. The arenas include the ice, the ice box, broiler, King's Court, the Deep, Monsoon of the Doom. So I wonder if like on one of the, I, yeah, I wonder how this is related. <laughs> yeah, because I don't, I I don't see how this would have been part of it. Because wh- why would Burger King have allowed to do that? Yeah, that would be. Uh, <laughs> but maybe it was some other kind of leaves, and they just looked like it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> don't That's know. funny. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also Max Payne three. Uh, Max Payne uh, encounters marijuana plants during certain missions. Mm. Postal two. Um, this game, which is another one that I hadn't played before, uh, I think it's because it came out in 2003, and it just wasn't what I was into at the time. Yeah. Uh, it's a first-person shooter video game. Uh, it was a sequel t- to, obviously, Postal 1. It, oh, of course, it's making me like log in to look at the stuff here now. Because, yeah, I was like... <laughs> I was like, this is kind of wackadoodle. Uh, some of the things that they're saying about some of these games. I was like, this is not possible. <laughs> Page. Here we go. Postal 3. Um, live a week in the life of the Postal Dude. A hapless everyman just trying to check off some chores. Buying milk. Returning an overdue library book. Getting Gary Coleman's autograph. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh so yeah apparently there's some marijuana references in that game too uh-huh. but you know what it's surprising how much there's not considering like think I of know. all the games out there when i was doing research in fact like some of these like were obviously kind of uh uh you know hit and miss trying to remember some of them but like you would think there'd be more yeah. Then there is. But I guess because it's such a highly controlled substance in so many different places over the world, mm-hmm. you want to develop your game so that it can be played as, by as many people as possible in many regions as possible. And if it's so sensitive, mm-hmm. that substance, then they're not going to put it in there. No. Well, I think it's the same. Like, to me, it's it's interesting that violence is so common, like mm-hmm. in all its different types of forms, like like fighting and all these other things, but like uses of substances are very much not like even alcohol, like or that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you know what? Actually, I just thought of another game that has references to this. I don't. It's it's not directly in it though. See, that's the problem. So you keep going back to like it's reference, but it's not in it. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Bayonetta, Bayonetta, like some of her power ups and stuff are very much based on. Um, the, the, like the the green power and like it's it's a weed lolly essentially like she takes edibles <laughs> like i mean that is what that's it hilarious. is hilarious so but i mean you can't right yeah. that's it the only game that straight up <laughs> has anything referencing marijuana in like the main part of the game or the title is weed craft inc <laughs> that's it yeah huh right hey, we found a we found a new niche <laughs> We found an old niche. I'm looking up. I'm just doing a blind search for the word weed on uh, on Steam. Oh. There are a few games, but like uh, there's uh, one called the- Weed Shop 3 oh, yeah. that came out yep. April 20th, 2022. See, they did it right. They released on <laughs> 420. Yeah. Uh, build your own virtual weed empire. Grow the hottest strains and crossbreed new ones. Roll your own blunts. Sell bongs. Hire gr- uh, growers. Make uh, solventless concentrates. Handle uh, rival dealers. Befriend influencers. Smoke dabs. Oh, ride a dolphin wow, and more. Wow. Ride a dolphin! <laughs> <laughs> there's also, obviously, there's the previous Weed Shop 2 and Weed Shop 1. Mm-hmm. There's Weed Farmer Simulator. <laughs> this has become a weed farmer you just moved out of the city and bought land for growing some weed it might not look like much right now but your only your imagination is the limit (laughs) this is funny this one's got yeah that is funny weed county oh what is this open link in a new tab we can uh it says Grow, package, and sell weed while maintaining personal needs and furnishing your own home. Make friends with the community of Weed County by day and make drug deals at night. 
Fight properties and businesses and launder dirty money and pay off the debt hanging over your head. This one only has four user reviews, so I don't know what to say about that right now. Uh, uh, there's another one called Weed Runner. It just came out. It didn't come out too long yeah, ago. Yeah, this one. Oh, yeah, it came out not that long uh-huh. ago. Weed Runner is a drug dealing, crime fueling, story driven point and click adventure. Has no user reviews. Came out on the 21st, 24th of July of this year. <laughs> yeah, there's no reviews. Um, the style is questionable um uh, yeah. yeah it is it, it looks like what like a pc game from uh the 90s early 90s just like very pixelated yeah. like kind of muted and muddy and uh, yeah <laughs> yeah and then everything you start getting into after that point you know there's a few like uh, farthest Frontier, Garden Flipper, um, Cartel Tycoon is here. So if you decided you wanted to uh, to run a cartel. Um, Acres is one that's called, but it's actually not out uh, for a few days. Hmm. Drug Dealer Simulator 2 oh. is not due out until late in 2023. <laughs> Doesn't have a date on it yet. Oh, maybe. Um, they mentioned Postal. But then they mentioned stuff like Littlewood, <laughs> <laughs> which I know doesn't have any marijuana in it, but has some planting and some weeds that you have to pull. Farm Renovator. See, that's the thing. I don't know if anybody would come straight out and write marijuana <laughs> for the name of their I, game. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. There's one called Dr. Green Stuff. I see that. <laughs> I'll leave it to Steam. See, this stuff can come out on Steam. It's not going to end up coming out on PlayStation and Xbox and Nintendo Switch. It is not coming out on Nintendo Switch. That's why I become a PC gamer. This one has 117 reviews and they're very positive. Nice. Um, there's also Drug Grower Simulator. It's a Q1 2024 release. A co-op crime story about the struggle of power in a city with detailed Ooh. cannabis production mechanics mm. in which you have to decide the outcome of the gang war and the fate of cannabis legalization. Whether you cooperate with the FBI or supply gangs with dope, you have to produce the best. Oh, oh <laughs> there's uh, Bud Masters. Okay, is what's this? Indie weed lifestyle deck building card game. The goal Oh my smoke all your opponents' buds out of their bud bowl while defending your bud bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Play versus a stoned AI or with others online, no microtransactions. Came out April nineteenth of twenty twenty. Ah. So it came out on four twenty twenty twenty. Nice. That is, uh, uh, I found this meta. one called Cash Crop Grow Your Weed Empire. It's got this like kind of like isometric style. Kind of looks like it wants to be Stardew Valley a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, a delightfully fun cannabis farming game. Stake your claim in the lush Pacific Northwest as you and your quirky crew. I can't even say that quirky crew <laughs> grow wicked buds. Match the art and science of cannabis cultivation. Breed new custom strains, expand into new markets, and flirt with law enforcement. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they mean flirt in that sense. Oh, yeah, can- uh, Cannabis farmer strain master. Okay, so obviously it's all about steam. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if, if you're, if you're yeah. in the mood for uh, a game with this type of theme, you got to go to steam. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just flipping through and every so often I see them. It's not ones that pop up like there's a lot of them that don't have any reviews and things like yeah. that, right? So Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is fun. Though. Oh my goodness. Is- but obviously, if you want to get in the ra- the the more racier stuff, you got to go to PC gaming. <laughs> All right. Well, that pretty much closes out the show for this week. As always, we'd like you to check out the show notes on girlsongames.ca for links to all the stories mentioned in this episode. Links to some of these games, maybe? We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) The only ones that I can contest to are uh, Stick of Truth, Watch Dogs 2, Grand Theft Auto 5. Everything outside of that, I'm like, ah, I don't know. 
wow. Yeah, I know that the big bump in got really, really bad reviews. So it uh, yeah. it doesn't fit the theme, and then it's also terrible. So please stay away from yeah, that one. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I can't believe that that was listed. That is it? So but I mean, funny. like, and maybe maybe they thought it's because it's called Bump. I don't know. Well, that's anyways. Well, that's what I didn't read it. I just saw the title, and I'm like, that fits. But also maybe they were maybe they were on the ganja while they were playing the game, and, and they thought they thought it was marijuana leaves. Yeah, maybe. Uh, if you could rate and review our podcast, that'd be much appreciated if you have the power to do so on the podcasting platform where you're consuming this podcast. Why? It helps with ratings, uh, pushes us up in the uh, reviewing systems for discovery purposes so people can find us. Then additionally, we go in and read all the comments and it helps build our show. So we really help. Um, we really thank you for doing that. Uh, this is the moment where I say thank you, Joelle, for coming to hang out with me this week yes. and talking video games. Yes, it was so fun. Please, sh- please shout out your social media handle so people can follow you anywhere online. Yeah, people can follow me on Instagram at JoelleLauren87 and on Twitter. I don't know. All the other platforms that I've been listening to, they don't. They refuse to call it X. They just call it Twitter. So I will follow suit <sighs> on Twitter at Gamer underscore Comfy. Yeah, I like when people call it the platform formerly known as Twitter because then it makes me feel like the artist formerly known as Prince and it just makes me chuckle every time they say that. Yeah, I am Leah Jew on most social media platforms. But of course, you want to know everything there is to know about Girls on Games. You can track us down at The Girls on Games on Twitter and Facebook. Just Girls on Games on Instagram and threads. Discord.me slash Girls on Games to continue this lovely conversation and more. But of course, if you ever want to know anything at all, you can track it down at our home base. That is our website, girlsongames.ca. Thank you, Joelle. It's been another lovely week in video games. And uh, I'm excited to go play some more Assassin's Creed Mirage. Until next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.